Podcast. Here are your hosts, Cam and Kobe. Welcome to the Casual Preppers Podcast, the only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. We are your hosts, Cameron and Kobe, and we are ready to bring survival goodness direct to your dirty little ear holes. Mm, we're going to talk about bling, bling, ching, <laughs> ching. That's right. Fitties, hunters. Something we don't know. Gold, silver. Never like, had. Yeah, what are we talking about? What is the episode? What is money, it? finances. Money, finances. It's a financial. It's an important thing. It is. People, I think, hope for a collapse so they don't have to pay their debts. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I am that way. Like, well, ah, the world's What's going. What's the to point shit of anyways. paying my student loans? Gonna, <laughs> yeah, nobody's gonna. Financial preparedness. That's the topic. Yeah, Cam, we're excited. Yeah, we. Uh, it's I, I'm in by no means an expert. Mm. Well, on anything, <laughs> but yeah, this sure. one. Uh, the basics. Yeah, this is the basics. So we'll have a discussion. Let's though. do it. We're excited. Hey, Cam, did you know the most subscription boxes are full of samples and junk you'll never use? I mean, it's true. I have a lot of it. But not Battle Box. It's the monthly subscription box for men full of solid gear for adventure seekers, survivalists, outdoor enthusiasts, and casual preppers. Each month, Battle Box sends you the coolest selection of hand-picked outdoor survival and everyday carry gear, all valued at far more than what you'd normally pay. You never know what's in the next box, but here's a sampling of what users received this month. The Condor Greenland Pattern Hatchet with Leather Sheath. Oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. The Rescue Me Vehicle Escape Tool. And if you've watched Southern Survival, it's the one they use. Rescue Me. Yeah, it's, it was either in the first episode or the second episode, but it, was, it killed all the other ones that they tried. So this is one of them. Yeah, it looks really cool. The ones that tried the other tool were killed? They all died. They all died. <laughs> <laughs> all this badassness starts at just 30 bucks a month. They've shipped almost a million boxes and one Best Men's subscription box of 2017. Our listeners get a free knife when you sign up at trybattlebox.com slash casualpreppers. That's trybattlebox.com slash casualpreppers. Get your first battle box plus a free knife at trybattlebox.com slash casualpreppers. Listener reviews starts now. Can you say casual? Casual. Casual preppers. Casual preppers. And that knife will come later. Yeah. Don't expect it to come in that first Don't box. Don't message Chill us. Chill out. It'll get there. Don't message us and go, hey. I'll get my knife. I'll get my refund. Knife. Refund right now. I'm oh. unsubscribing. Yeah, no, you'll get it in, an, in a separate shipment, but it will be there, yeah. no doubt. And if it isn't, then you can let us know. <laughs> yeah. Then we'll talk to the boys at BattleBox. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to take this? Amazing podcast. Five stars. Beautiful. I've been listening for a while now, and it took me a while to post a review, kind of like Cam and his ham license. <laughs> This podcast is very informative and entertaining at the same time. I listen to it while I drive all day. The voices are amazing, and the mindless banter episodes are awesome. Keep up the good work, guys. Nice. Long 9499. Yeah, via Apple Podcasts. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much. If you guys, uh, at least you got this done. I haven't gotten the ham license no. done, so you're ahead of me. If you guys want to be a part of this portion of the podcast, go to iTunes, go to Facebook, go to the Kindle book on Amazon, leave us a five-star review, and make it awesome. It's a mad, mad world. Cam, I know you told me we need Don't to- Don't worry, gonna, I'll do the nicer I stuff. I completely forgot about <laughs> That's it. That's all right. <laughs> we were going to do some more funny stories for Mad Bad There's World. way more bad stories out there. Yeah, I was like, I could just like close my eyes and like point somewhere and find a bad story. <laughs> so that's kind of what I did it's today. True. 
So I'm sure a lot of you have heard um, this story. I, I read the first thing this morning is a follow-up on something I think happened yesterday. Uh, the headline reads, Chinese consulate in Houston was, quote, massive spy center. FBI probes Chinese army suspects in 25-plus cities. This is just bonkers. Top U.S. officials said in the hours following the revelation that the United States ordered the Chinese general consulate in Houston to close that the move was carried out because the facility was a massive spy center that was stealing information from Americans (gasps) and running running influence operations in the U.S. The United States will not tolerate the PRC's, uh, People's Republic of China, violations of our sovereignty and intimidation of our people, just as we have not tolerated their unfair trade practices, theft of American jobs, and other egregious behavior. Um, so basically, they're stealing stuff, they're spying on people, and oh, we man. said, screw you, you're getting out of here. China, when have they ever done that to anybody? I don't know. This is the they first never time. steal yeah. information. This is or- the first time. Give them a little leeway. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, I just, I, I say this just because I, I feel like these tensions with China just keep getting ramped up, you know. There's a new story all the time. And then there's a story the other day that China is like ramping up their military to invade Taiwan or some crazy stuff. Um, this is something you need to keep an eye on. That's okay. uh, disturbing. It's super disturbing. Did you see uh, just this This just in? Hey. In Tooele, Utah? No. The, they were getting... So, over the past few weeks, people in Utah have been reporting mysterious packages they've been receiving from the mail, or in the mail, from China. What? I opened them up, and they were seeds. They're getting these suspicious seeds. So, the Department of Agriculture has been investigating what these are. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what's going on. They have an investigator for the Department of Let me see these seeds. We got a seed case for you, Roger. <laughs> Trying to grow Chinese here. What's going on? Head out to Tuili. Tuili. How do you spell that? How do you say it, Tuila? Yeah. First case in 15 years. Go out and investigate. Oh, no. Don't worry about it. Mustard seed. Just mustard seed. Anyways, that was weird. Yeah, that is So I don't know what's going on. Why would China be sending them seeds? Why to Tuila, of all places? Mm. <laughs> There's nothing out there. <laughs> They're like closing their eyes. Larry what H. Miller Sports Park. We'll send it to Willa. <laughs> oh, we spelled it wrong. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, here, here's some lighthearted stuff. Okay. Here's some funny news. Okay. Sure. A little bit. Anyway. Okay. Some stuff. Um, I thought this one was funny, so I wanted to read it to you. Do it. This one is um, fake death certificate. Mm. It says, sorry, let me get my browser up here. Um, so this man, he was, uh, trying to avoid a jail sentence. So mm-hmm. he created a phony death certificate <laughs> and it looked perfect, except he spelled one thing wrong. That was his the obvious. Nope. Uh. Registry was spelled registry. Oh man. I saw it. Funny. Check, it's like, bro. <laughs> it looks perfect. Look at it. It looks so good. Wow. One spell. Spelling mistake. And he probably went and dropped it off to the jail. I can't come in. Look. <laughs> I died. I died. <laughs> this is my brother, twin brother. <laughs> right here it says I'm not alive anymore. So that's funny. Just a death certificate misspell Man. and he back it back in trouble. Again. It just shows you you gotta go hundred percent with the project. You do. You can't you can't <laughs> slack off. You gotta go all the way. Right. You know? So um here's some Twitter, like some of the best Twitter uh users. Uh, like they they had this like if 2020 were a drink or if mm. 2020 were yeah. a, um I thought the drinks one were pretty funny so here if 2020 were a drink it would be 
And what I'm not going to say who the users yeah. are. Moonshine brewed in a prison toilet. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. 2020, it would be a water bottle filled with vodka, but you were told it's water. <laughs> yeah, that could be true. Yeah. <laughs> it would be a Harvey wall banger. Mm. I don't know what that one is. Wait, I'm not a drinker, so. It would be the kind that uh, that they set on fire, but the fire never gets extinguished <laughs> and burns down the whole barn. <laughs> Bar. Barn. And barn. Yeah. Bar so, and barn. That one's true, right? That is a good one, yeah. King Cobra taped to each hand constantly being filled. <laughs> Purell on a beach. Oh, <laughs> and just nice. drinking it up. Mm. Um, it would most definitely be orange juice and vodka following the brushing of teeth. Ooh, that's num num. Pretty nasty. Yeah, taste. that's good. So I yeah. thought those were kind of funny. That's good. Twenty twenty has been a real treat yeah. for everybody. It one is. one comedian had said, I thought this was way really funny. He said. Check on your conspiracy theorist friends. They've been, they haven't had a day off in weeks. Oh my God. It's so true. And there's been like, I swear there's more conspiracy theorists these days. Like they're multiplied. I thought for like, honestly, right now, I think the entire United States is just a conspiracy theory. It's crazy. Do we even exist or like everybody's a conspiracy theorist? Like unbelievable ones too. It's like somebody got a mogwai wet or whatever. And then they just popped out a whole bunch of new ones. And even my dad, I was talking to like, they're like farmer folk out in a little remote area. Yeah. His brothers, they had like, they got together since, you know, really done stuff uh-huh. for a long time. And they were all conspiracy <laughs> theories about <laughs> this virus and all this. And I was like, yeah. geez, it's everybody, every age. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, so It's nutty. Yeah. So anyway, that's good stuff. Yeah. So let's do it. Let's talk about some finances. Yeah. Let's talk about financial preparedness. And I think this is actually a really good thing to start looking at for the next six months or so, because yeah. in my estimation... That's the next thing to come down is that economy. I mean, sure. something something's going to happen. For sure. Uh, it's not looking good. Anyways, there's not going to be an upward trend. I don't think so. No. Either way, no. we got this We got this election coming, and I don't see how if either of them win, stuff keeps going up. No. Right? It's just all going to kind of be on a downward not trend. Not really a pro either way. And we're just we're spending a lot of money, and the economy kind of sucks, obviously, with coronavirus and people out of work. And, yeah, it's just it's a really good time to make sure that your finances are in order, especially if you're a prepper and you want to be ready for situations. Yeah. So, it all, we, we've thrown it into a few different yes. episodes because it's a huge part. Yeah. No matter what, you can't avoid finances. Like, you've got no. to fund things. you got to have some backup cash. It gets you food. It gets you water. It gets you gas. Yeah, because you know, so. if you want to be a prepper, you you have to have you have to have uh, money. Yeah, like you've got to have some extra yeah. money. There's no other way to do it. No, I mean be- mostly, right? <laughs> right. Pretty but much. Yeah, a good prepper. Yeah, a good prepper. That's right. Saves money. Mm-hmm. So, um, but we talk a lot about this because of you, the United States' financial situation. Mm. Uh, spoiler, it's not great. <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> the numbers don't look good. We're in trillions of debt to everybody. I think. Yes. But uh, Americans themselves are not very good with money, which is mm-hmm. weird. Very rich country, but yeah. we're terrible with it. Oh yeah, we're horrible. We're horrible. So yeah. here, here's just some statistics on um, the finances of Americans. Okay. Only thirty percent of Americans have a long-term financial plan that includes saving, savings, and investment goals. Thirty hmm. percent. It's probably even lower than that. Yeah, probably. Is. These these percentages are give or take, but. They're definitely low, all mm-hmm. of them. 19% have $0 saved to cover an emergency expense. That's scary. 20% almost of the Americans have zero. Nothing. Nothing ready for an emergency. Mm. 31% have less than 500 in emergency savings. Oh. <laughs> so Jeez, crazy, man. man. 
So yeah. Um, Look, and, and we're saying this. Yeah, this is hard. Sometimes this is very difficult, depending on your situation. And even right now, it's, where it's you were unprepared. Yeah. You know, you got blindsided. Sure. Yeah. We understand that. You know, sometimes you know economies aren't great. Specific uh, people and circumstances, in, in circumstances, and your costs. And, yeah. There's a lot of things that you know. Yeah. That, it's not always your fault. It's not always your fault, but you need to be thinking about. But it, it is your fault if you don't take advice. Yes. From us that are and experts in everything. And it's hard. Maybe $500 is a great emergency fund for you. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Right. It right. just depends on where you're at financially. Right. And we, you know, rarely would I say this, but we were, we're lucky like the government. I think a lot of big businesses were actually very forgiving. Like right now, mm-hmm. like I'm still paying my student loans, but they're yeah. on, I don't have to. Like You don't have they, to. They're like, yeah. uh, you know, forbearance right now, which is a lot of this has come because of this virus that, they've kind of taken a step back and like, mm-hmm. look, you don't need to pay this right now. Or they've extended the period of yeah. late payments and things like that, which That's is, lucky. which is lucky. It's very lucky. So that doesn't always happen. Um, and then not surprisingly, about 50% of Americans are concerned or anxious or fearful about their current financial well-being. Yeah. Half of Americans and we're in a rich country and it's just pretty sad that we don't prioritize being financially sound. Yes. We're greedy. And we like good things and we don't use our brains. Not for, very for often. We like to just buy, buy, buy. Um, interestingly, bye, bye, bye. <laughs> bye, bye. <laughs> um, yeah. low income is not always to blame for financial hardship. Only one in five people, 20% facing financial hardship, fall below the poverty line. One in five. Mm-hmm. That's what's frustrating. Yeah. Um, and that it's making less than 40,000 a year. So basically that means people are living above their means a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Our like, state's really bad. I with wish that. I knew what the percentage was on Me that. Me too. That, I really do. Cause like I think it would comfort people. <laughs> you know, you're like, how do they afford that? How the hell do they got just a brand new boat? Their house. It just tells them, tells you what their income <laughs> yeah. is and their expenses. You're like, oh, that's oh. why they're yeah. a bunch of morons. And their debt and their credit cards and yeah. all that stuff. Like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure everybody didn't really have the ability to use their stimulus on a side-by-side. <laughs> they probably shouldn't have. No. no. So, But eh. the trailer and the ATVs and all that, yep. that business is booming right now. It is. It is. Uh, Americans hold over $1 trillion in credit card debt. That's, That's a lot of money. That's great. Um, non-revolving debt loans total over $2.8 trillion. And then this one, to kick off 2018, the total outstanding auto loan debt totals $1.22 trillion. It's a lot of money. People are buying vehicles. They are. And the auto industry does not have any compassion upon they Americans. Do not. They don't care. 40,000, 60,000, yeah. 70,000. Mm-hmm. I think Ford Focus is like 100,000 right now. I'm pretty sure. I don't even think it exists well, anymore. Well, that's the base. <laughs> you don't get AC with that. Yeah. That's the base model. That's why I was looking at those new Broncos. I'm like, they're so sweet, but like the ones that, that are all decked out and stuff, they're like 60 grand. A little tiny mm-hmm. SUV. Yeah. Just like anyway, that, that's cheaper than a side by side. But people <laughs> they know how how um, yeah. Americans are. They don't care. They don't care. Yeah. So one big thing about looking at, you know, financial preparedness is the debt. Like debt, you know, it isn't always completely bad. There's there's times when debt is good. It just depends on your situation. No one can just buy a house yeah. flat out. Most people cannot. So, so you need a place to live, right? Yeah. So it isn't always 
bad, but it isn't usually the perfect situation financially, especially if yeah. you're a prepper. You want to avoid it as much as possible. And there's a few types that um kind of are more sucky than other than other yeah, debt, right? For sure. Credit card debt. That's obviously we talked about what were the numbers. It was an insane amount of credit card debt for the United States, right? Yeah. The credit card is like one trillion. The bad thing about that is it's usually crazy high interest rates on that money. It's not yeah. like it's low and you're like, oh, it's not a huge so deal. So that one trillion in debt's probably like nineteen percent APR. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, maybe. Tons. Uh-huh. So, you know, you want to think about that credit card that you probably want to avoid using them or pay them off monthly type thing, right? Right. I'm not saying because they're they're actually good to have a credit card. No, they are. Yeah. You want a lot of benefits from them. There are. And you got to build credit. But you just have to use them really wisely. They're great to have in a time of crisis. If all of a sudden something happens and you need you need something or there's an emergency, you've got it. You know what I mean? That's great. But just be careful about the way you use them and don't. Don't pay minimum payments. All those things, those are bad. Right. 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 Um, I'm not a financial expert, so just take this all with a grain of salt. But no. these are just some no, things I as a prepper, yeah. right? I think that's one thing, like, I don't know, maybe high schools teach it more, but mm-hmm. the finances was not no. taught at all. I had to Like, I had it was one my parents class. that helped me learn exactly. this is a loan, and this, yeah. it needs to be, mm-hmm. like, we need to be more involved Absolutely. In that. Another one that's really tough is student loans. And, is tough. and the reason they're so tough is it takes so long to pay them off. Um, and, and it's an, like tuition goes up like insane. 350% every yeah. year. It's, it's outrageous. And the reason the tuition is going up so much is because of these government backed student loans. It's like this vicious cycle. They keep yeah. going up because how hard is it for an 18 year old to go out and get a loan? It's not hard No, for student loans. Anybody can do it. Yeah. Um, and the hard part is sometimes if you're not smart with the, the degree you get, and if you're not smart with your choices, you may not ever pay those things off. Yeah, tons come out of school and they can't yeah, use their degree. Tons, exactly. And they're like fifty, sixty thousand in debt. Yeah. So be thinking about that. That will burden you for a really long time if you're not smart about it. Um, payday loans. If you're doing payday loans, rethink your life. <laughs> okay. Seriously. These are super high interest yeah. rate. They're stupid. They may save you once, but don't rely it's on not them all worth the time. it. Just stay out of it. So debt, it's it's tough, right? So you have interest on all this. Payday money. loans are like going to that scary greasy guy in the basement's like yeah. smoking a cigar he's like yeah. what do you need i will pay you this money but yeah. you owe me for the rest of your life yeah. <laughs> what is your sister's number can we brand you <laughs> yeah exactly so just be be careful so this this debt will put you at a big disadvantage if a big crisis hits like right now you know we're lucky like you said some of the student loan stuff they're not asking you to pay but if you can't work and you still have all this debt and you have to pay it Oh crap, that's not good, right? Yeah. Um, and then when you don't pay it and mm-hmm. default, like yep. it sucks for everybody else. It sucks for everybody else. You screw it's us true. all over. And so, like, instead of using this money on this interest that you're paying on the debt, you could be, you know, getting preps for this bad situation. There's there's a lot of different things. It's just I don't know. There's a few things you can do if you're going to discipline. Pay. It's yeah, it is really and discipline. It's really hard. So if you want, if you can pay down your highest interest rate ones first or your lowest amount, start getting rid of that debt as soon as you can. It's going to help you as a prepper for sure. Um, and the one last thing I'll say about debt: freaking avoid adjustable rate loans like it's the damn coronavirus. Okay, the, because right now I feel like interest rates are 
artificially low. And and they've been doing that. The Fed is doing that to help prop up this economy. Eventually, those are going to skyrocket because we're going to get some hyperinflation at some point, at least inflation stuff's going to, the money's going to be inflated. So when those adjustable rate loans hit, you are effed when they change. (laughs) You you know what I mean? You're effed. So be thinking about that. Um, And there's going to be a lot of financial advisors like this guy's an idiot no idea what the hell he's talking about true but anyways that's just basic advice okay (laughs) basic advice that is bad most of the time i agree i agree so um one thing that you can start doing now Mm -hmm. um you're working on your debt or whatever yeah but you need to be developing an emergency fund um the reason i say you need to be doing it now is because none of us really have I mean, it's hard to get an emergency fund ready to go right now, especially after all this. Like yeah, I said, like it got, just, we got blindsided. Yeah, just set aside a couple thousand dollars yeah. or whatever. It's hard to do. Yeah, it right? is. So you, and so yeah. some things to think about with that. Um, an emergency fund is a separate a separate account used to cover the, or offset expenses for unseen situ, unforeseen situations. Yeah. So um, some of these things can be, you know, to, uh, like, Unexpected health costs; yeah. those can be astronomically high. Um, your water heater usually quit working right in the middle of, uh, you know, yeah. When you're taking a tub, money's taking st- a bath. Yeah, <laughs> no more hot water. Um, and it, it, you know, it's like these things come into a time where it's like I can't wait; I need to have it done, and that costs more for emergency yeah, so services I, and quicker. Yeah, I think service. this comes back to what we talk about a lot: is your personal apocalypse because a lot yeah, of those this things is totally in this is personal apocalypse. hits those perfectly. Like your car breaks down, you lose a job, all those things. If you got an emergency fund, you're like, oh, you're so much better. Oh, it's so much better off. And it's such an anxiety relief yeah. to have this. Mm-hmm. So um, savings and emergency fund. Emergency fund is a type of savings, mm-hmm. but it shouldn't be your savings. Like, yeah. it shouldn't be your savings account. Um, in a way, it can be, but mm-hmm. you should have those kind of separate. Out. This is for my emergency fund, and I'm not going to touch it only for emergencies. Savings account, you know, some people dip into and whatever. Sure. So you want to try and separate those out. Um, it's kind of recommended across most financial sites mm-hmm. to 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 get about a thousand dollars. And you think a mortgage cost, car payment, that go that's gone fast. But thousand dollars ain't gonna cut it. It's not. Yeah, it's not. But it, that's like the starting point is mm-hmm. at least start with five hundred. Work towards that. Yeah, get to a thousand, and then. The best way to customize is to figure out for three months what are all of your costs and work towards that number. Yeah. On top of that, you got to add a little more for food and ongoing expenses. For but, sure. But that's why that's why and Kobe will talk a little more about budgeting is to figure out where your expenses are and going and what you're going to be required to pay no yeah. matter the situation. Because we did we caught a break with this virus in terms of like companies working together to give you. A, you know, some leeway and give you some time to pay. That's not always going to happen. No. And so you need to have the ability to pay for things if you lose your job and if you lose, because quite frankly, they don't care no. about you. No, you signed on the dotted line. Yeah. And you owe like them. you told Doesn't them matter. you were going to do this. So. Yeah. But um, so ways to kind of get started with that. And, and when I say like the difference in savings, a lot of times you want your savings to be accumulating more money. You know, you mm-hmm. want to get an interest on it. But there's penalties if you pull it out sooner than uh, it yeah. should. So like CDs and stuff like that gain interest faster. But in an emergency, you pull that out, it's going to cost you. Yeah. And so you don't want to do that. That's you why you want to kind of have them in a separate thing. Yeah. 
And that's where it gets a little tricky is you've got this cash and everybody wants to have that cash be circulating or in use or giving you, but there's some penalties to that. And typically it's safer to not have that money anywhere that you can access quickly. It's such so a it catch gets, 22. Dude. It is it's so hard to know time. what to do. So do you, do you take that thousand to 3000 to cover your three months expenses mm-hmm. in cash and have it readily accessible? I think as a prepper, that's probably one of the best ideas. Yeah. But and maybe, maybe you can split it too. Maybe you can have exactly. part of it in your bank and I, account. And that's one thing you don't want it all in one place. Yeah. It's yeah, super true. So, yeah. but you want it to be available to you. And I, I'm, I'm always terrified big time about a bank having all of my money, like having all of my, um, like that cushion it's in the bank mm-hmm. that could be gone. It's a number. It's a digital number. Yeah. I'll talk about that, that a little say. bit too. Yeah. It's like, you don't know. You don't know what's going like, to happen. Like, yeah, it's federally insured up to, you know, so much, but, but how what happens good when is the that? government's toast? <laughs> yeah. How good is that? I even read something somewhere, uh, people are saying with your emergency fund or a piece of your money, put it in a different bank. Yeah. So have like one bank yeah, for this say, uh, and another separate. bank for this just in case one bank goes screwy. That's a good idea. You've got something else somewhere else, right? Yeah. It's a good idea, but it's a pain in the butt. It's but a it's a really good idea. Butt. Yeah. And I think it is a good idea to, like if you want to use it that way, because that's the, probably the safest place to put your money right now. Yeah, sure. But it's very, it's vulnerable, unfortunately, in our yeah. system. So spreading it out a little bit. Um Sticking cash in your pillow, sticking cash. Yeah. No, but really, like having cash available is is a must. You got to have mm-hmm. some cash that you can access, but don't put it all in one place. Like I'm guilty of this. I had like fifteen hundred dollars in an envelope in an on em- the top of my. Where was uh, it at? Yeah. <laughs> in my house. Yeah. <laughs> and so you you don't want to have it on one place. A fire, it's gone. Fifteen hundred yeah. bucks gone. It's, Somebody breaks in. Oh gosh, and finds scary. that. That's yeah. That's kind of. You're uh, right, and I've I've done sickening. that. I'm I've started to get some more cash, and I'm like doing it really slowly. Yeah, but I think that's the best way to do it. Yeah. Like I'll start, I'll put a hundred bucks here, I'll put a hundred bucks there, and I'll put them in some different, and then start adding to it when I can, when I have yeah. some extra cash, you know. And it's tough. You got to be really good at like protecting that because oh, we've man. had the envelope where it's like we're selling cookies. Well, oh, here I got yeah, cash, or yeah. we're gonna go to the movies. They don't accept a credit card we'll just use our cash and then that envelope all of a sudden becomes it's empty so it's hard but i think doing it that way the separate bank thing i did see that that it's best to have them disconnected because you one if there's some bank issue and then two Mm -hmm. it kind of keeps you away from drawing from that because it's so easy you got your regular card yeah but anyways so long story short on that is you want to at least have five hundred dollars yeah whether it be cash or in a different bank build to a thousand as fast as you can and then evaluate your three month expenses mm-hmm. and and get that amount in your emergency fund. Yeah. I think you're right. I think diversifying is the best. Have it have some in the bank, have some in cash, you know, have some in, in different places. Yeah. It's such I a good it, idea. It's it, it's a headache and you need to be organized to, yeah. to keep it, but mm-hmm. it's safer. You're gonna have you're gonna be ahead by being able to yeah to draw cash hard. from this somewhere. Is, this financial preparedness is so important. The, the hard part is it's like not sexy at all. It's like not. there's nothing about it that's like super fun, but you have to think about it as a prepper. Like you just, and when really you start do. thinking about money, you usually become depressed. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> um, or well, start I'm fighting with your I'm wife. About 25 years behind in yeah. <laughs> preparing for the future. Exactly. It's, it's hard to think about. Another piece of the financial puzzle is the records, like the financial records, the financial information. It's something that you need to to look at you got to keep that information safe and handy and available 
And so um, here's just a few things to think about. Think about storing important financial documents and think about storing them in different places. A safety deposit box, uh, you know, a safe at home that's a fire safe, a flood safe um, on an external, you know, hard drive or a, a flash drive or something in the cloud. You want to, again, diversify locations so that if something happens that you're a, you're able to get that information when you need it yeah you know what i mean um i already talked about fireproof document bags something like that a safe or you have it stored off site somewhere you know in a a different storage gas station gas yeah keep it at the gas station just you, like you pull all the bags of chips back. Mm-hmm. You just I like to put it behind the donuts, like the hostess <laughs> on the hostess rack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Find something that doesn't sell very much. Yeah, just pull it forward. And put yeah, it back the, the the bananas and the apples at the grocery <laughs> store at the, <laughs> at the store. True. Put it underneath that. Are these plastic? <laughs> I don't even think those were real. I saw someone buying one of those the other day. I'm like, what the hell is this? An alien? What are you doing? <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> buying a banana at the wow, gas station? He must be in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he's got going on in his life. Desperate. But his friends need to call him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, buying a banana at the gas station. Um, oh, yeah. Anyways, um, it's also good to have hard copies of this information, like in a binder, like a small binder yeah. somewhere that you can just grab. Trapper this, Keeper. Yeah, Trapper Keeper's perfect. Um, and then you can just grab that if you're bugging out or something's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's also a good thing. Um, this is something that Cam has taught me that I still have yet to do, but I want to do it. Uh, <laughs> photos of the front and the back of your credit cards and your debit cards. I've got to update that. Stored somewhere <laughs> safely like that you can access really easy. So if they get stolen or whatever, yeah. or you lose them, you can call and get those canceled ASAP. Yeah. Right before somebody, I buys do. I need to. Nine thousand pieces. Update that because, like, my mm-hmm. Hollywood video and Circuit City cards <laughs> yeah. are still on that printout. Yeah, you want to get, you want to definitely make those updated. I haven't canceled them yet, <laughs> just in case they come back. You never know. They had yeah. good interest rates, you yeah. know. Um, so this, you know, this kind of stuff, you want to have forms of ID for your family. We've talked about this, your house payment in financial records and obligations, insurance policies. Those are super important, super important tax statements. You have to keep those for a few years. Um, and then you will need those to apply for FEMA disaster assistance if something ever happens as well. So you want to make sure you have those deeds and property documents. Obviously you want to keep those safe, right? Yeah. Um, and then photo inventory for insurance purposes of whatever you have to take photos of and then contact numbers and emails for your banks and insurance and credit cards and all those stuff have all this stuff available backed up in a bunch of different places because it's going to be super important yeah i think the multiple places because there's you know don't go prehistoric like we have really good apps and technology like i have those apps have saved my butt a hundred times where it's like i misplaced my card and i need to I yep. need to put it on hold. Mm-hmm. Either you have the bank app or you just hurry and call that number and there's a picture of it. So yep. it's super nice. Um, but yeah, diversify. Do it. So investing, um, this gets a little tricky because it does. One, you gotta have money to invest. <laughs> yeah. And you don't want to be investing if you don't already have like your emergency fund. And yes. you know, don't put that money out there to make money if you don't even have like a backup plan or a emergency fund yeah this is and for preppers some preppers get a little squirrely about investing in the stock market and all those types of things so so maybe this isn't for you but you may want to think about it because one day you'd like to retire right exactly right if the world stays in one piece yeah and so you got got to hedge your bets right right you got to so um 
you want your money to make money for you. Mm. And so you want to put it in the best place that's going to do that. And this is where I'm I'm no expert by any means. So it's just a real basic rundown of places you could put your money and things for, you know, preppers to consider. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, these are susceptible, risky things to do, but risk with money equals more money too. Yep. So you got yeah. to take the risk. So should you? Yes, if you can. But again, make good and sure the most important things are done first. You're not in a massive amount of debt. Like, take care of that. Um, make mm-hmm. sure you have an emergency fund. Yep. And then when you're set and organized, well, then I think would say, about... I would say also make sure you have your basic preps. Yeah, that too. too. Yep. You know, before um, you start putting And that's an investment money. there, so... It's a huge investment, so, yeah. Um, so evaluate your current situation and make sure those more important things are covered first. So what's some of the places you can put your money? Um where your mouth is. <laughs> I heard that before. Number one. <laughs> I heard that before. But stocks. Uh, so stocks can be individually purchased. You can research which ones are um, like, mm-hmm. you've got to pay a lot of attention this whole thing if you're doing this individually and on your own. Yeah. Like I purchased some stocks back in the day and, and they've done well and um, I wish I would have purchased more. But yeah. um, you really have to follow the market and everything like that. You've been using stash right Mm -hmm. because it's kind of a simple easy way to yeah and it's more for me to kind of learn investing in stocks and you can you can invest in really small amounts like like five bucks at a time if you want yeah that's sweet and so it's just a good thing to kind of feel out i think i I really think stuff like this you can read and read and read and until you start playing with it like putting a little money and that's why Mm -hmm. something that's not super expensive you're not dumping a thousand to two thousand into something you don't understand like five and ten that's perfect yeah well then you could do it over time too i can just you can have it like on an auto investing five bucks a paycheck yeah that's every time every time every time you know you start building it up and over time that's how you make some money finally yeah Yeah. and i guess i I go back to like the savings thing there's like Mm -hmm. did you ever do you remember the uh the wealthy barber do you remember that book no, it I was don't. one that they oh. kind of push a lot in different, mm-hmm. but the, it comes down to that basic idea of pay yourself first. So yep. the 10%, 10% is huge. Like they say 10% of your paycheck or 10% of your total income. That's what needs to be saved, saved because you're paying yourself. You're not paying, you know, the car company for something that you want. You're not paying your house. You're not paying that 10% is saved for you to do. Mm-hmm. So basically you're paying yourself from your paycheck, which is kind of funny, but 10% is uh, kind of the goal there is, is what you want to work towards. Yeah. But, um, and that money can be used to invest. So um, it's really, really important to work with like a financial advisor with this because there's so many ins yeah. and outs and, and to help you understand. But there's those little things, like you said, like stash mm-hmm. that you can start doing on your yeah. own. And they'll actually teach you some of that stuff. So sometimes the financial advisor is great. Sometimes it's hard because they charge you. They do. So you have, do. To, you have to look at what's best for you in your situation. Exactly. You know and I mean? some in, some employers, you have They'll open access it. to yeah. one that's not yep. going to charge you. Exactly. So utilize that. Um, so outside of stocks, there's mutual funds. Mm-hmm. Or sorry, bonds first. Bonds. So stocks are company ownership. Bonds are loans to companies that you know, you're basically or paying lo- on. Or loans to the government, too. There's, yeah, and the government, government too. Yep. And so you're paying... They're paying you in the interest mm-hmm. to to give your money to pay for these loans. Um, they're a little more, I don't know. They're, they're safer. Little, they're safer. Mm-hmm. They're safer, but but when it comes to safer and money, it, you don't get as yep. much in return. You have Returns to really, lower. there's a lot to do with these. Mm-hmm. Mutual funds are probably the biggest, easiest thing 
to kind of invest into, I would say. I mean, if you're not willing to invest all the time to follow and watch individual stocks, this yeah. way it's all kind of lumped together into these yep. mutual funds. And and this is typically where 401ks are, are your money's distributed amongst these. Yep. So those are good to look into. And then there's the exchange traded funds. And those are cheaper. So you because a lot of the times with the mutual funds, you're investing a large amount, either yeah. a portion of your paycheck or um the, the minimum of some of them are like a thousand plus. So if you want to go smaller, these cheaper mixed funds yep. to invest in are the ETFs. So there's a lot of ETFs on stash that I've been looking at yeah, and playing with. That's why I noticed that. And there's actually one like the um there's one that's a precious metals ETF. So you're investing in gold and silver in precious metals. So it's But you're not like but you only actually, gold. Oh, not only gold. You're kind of spreading it out. Yeah, so see, it's an interesting. It is, yeah. and it's kind of that mutual mm-hmm. funds thing. So I think it's a little easier to manage that way. Sure. It's a little, a better way of distributing your money. But yeah, um, and then the 401ks, things like that. Mm-hmm. Talk to your financial advisor about setting yeah. those up. And but yeah, um, as a prepper, those things are out there and they're susceptible, and that money can be lost at any time. Yeah. So you have and to this make year. Sure- people watched some massive fluctuations in their stocks. So, yep. but anyway, um, they are things that can really gain money and, and it's, it helps the, you know, market and, and everything. So, um, another thing to invest into, and this is, this is a pretty common one is real estate. Mm-hmm. Either you invest in real estate to flip it and sell for a profit, or you're investing in real estate to, to rent and, mm-hmm. you know, you continuously own it but you're getting money on a continual basis from it. But there's a lot that goes into that too. You got to plan for unexpected costs even more so for breakdowns and flooding and people trashing the place. Well, I even think with real estate or land, I think it's an investment for yourself too. If you're a prepper and you want to invest in some land, that's a great investment because most likely, even if you hold on to that thing for 20 years or whatever it is. Land is land. Land is land, man. It's not going to, it's most likely going to go up in value. Most likely. I mean, you don't know. And there's some, like when we talked about the uh, bug out locations. Yeah. Like investing in some land up on the mountain. It's a great investment That's your land. And, you know, the, the hard thing with land investment is if it just sits there. Yeah, sure. But it's gaining. It's never, I don't think I've ever really seen land depreciate much. No, I mean, obviously there's fluctuations. There's always a use markets. of it. Yeah. But it is a harder thing to invest in because you're not really getting any gain until you sell or build sure. on some. Or like you, or like you said, you're a prepper. You're getting a huge gain if you have 40 acres in the That's mountains. That's exactly right. right. So you just have to look at it what, whatever. What way you want. What way yeah. you want it. Like, mm-hmm. So, but anyway, and then the, uh, another thing that's a little bit, this, this is hard stuff. Like mm, yeah. <laughs> the cryptocurrency is, um, I don't know. It's hard. I, I, for a while was really into like looking into it. I never did invest into it, but, um, because it, it's like a, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, dude. I don't, it's like a investing into air. It's, you know, it's, and it's really hard to understand it. It's it not like a super clear hard. cut thing. Right. Right. And it's super volatile. Like, Very volatile. Y- yeah, like Bitcoin has been like a roller coaster, right? Hasn't it has, it, it yeah. has. But for example, May 2017 Bitcoin, you could buy a whole Bitcoin mm-hmm. for $1,500. December of that same year, $19,000 for that same. So Jeez. massive investment. Mm-hmm. But it, it like fluctuates a ton. Yeah. Like right now, it's like six to ten thousand for a full Bitcoin. You can buy portions of it, and there's apps that help you do that and things like that. But it's like this virtual currency. Yeah. Um, 
the other thing that's kind of complicated with it is who uses it and who doesn't. Yeah. Like there's some companies that use it as a currency. And the funny thing is the IRS doesn't even consider it a currency. That's so weird. So it's like this trade of this virtual money back and forth that can be used. There's certain things about it. One, um, the security varies. One, it's it's virtual. So Russia mm-hmm. goes after everything. <laughs> but they say that it's more... Secure. Secure. I know. That's than, what's so weird. Than your money in the bank. Because right? of like these right. um, security, you have these private keys that only you, you know, mm-hmm. have at, basically that, that key unlocks your wallet to these Bitcoins. Mm-hmm. You can't even have your Bitcoin frozen. Like it's not an yeah. asset that can be taken from uh, you and you're the only one that has access to it. So it's more secure in some ways, but since yeah. it's out there floating around, it is susceptible. Like it can go to zero. Yeah. And there's no way to there's like nothing to do. fight again. Like you can't, mm. I don't know. It's just a, it's a really weird market. Like mm. if you want something <laughs> super interesting to invest your money in, I yeah. just, if you're starting out, I wouldn't touch it. Yeah. It's, it's hard to understand. I've tried to kind of look at the, uh, like the technologies behind it, like blockchain and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it is like, it's so I don't know weird. what the hell I'm even reading. We're talking about, so I'm not even going to mess And with it may it. just disappear. Yeah. Like, <laughs> who knows? For good. You, well, like, and there's a whole bunch of other types of cryptocurrency now, right? There's a bunch of different Yeah, there ones. are. There's Bitcoin. There's Litecoin, Late, Litecoin or something like that. And there's, then there's like all these weird like gamer names. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. know. But anyways, it's, it's a very strange thing to yeah. invest into. But um, I don't know. You could, to think you, about. You could really gain a lot of money on it, but yeah, you sure. may not. And then metals, that's another thing to invest in that mm-hmm. Kobe will talk more about because that... Is kind of a little bigger in the prepper community. It absolutely is, yeah. So it's a tangible thing, you know. It's yeah. like cash. So. Yep, for sure. Let's talk about budgeting um, because if if you're going to get rid of debt and if you're going to be a, a prepper and invest, you got to have some sort of a budget most of the time, right? Mm-hmm. And it's so hard. Budgeting is not an easy thing to do. Oh, you not. have to be super disciplined and you have to be smart about the way you budget, right? And, and as, as a prepper, it's probably even more crucial yeah. to have a budget. Um, and it's more crucial if money is tight, like a budget is less of an issue if you're doing well financially. Yeah. I mean, as long as you're not being an idiot, right? Like it's, but when you're, when you're, when money's tight, it's hard and and it's really important to do this, but you can do the hardest thing with budgets is that it has to be customized to everybody because I've lived on a tight, we've done a tight budget and it's frustrating oh, so and it like pisses me off because like yeah you know you're going home and it's like i want to grab a burger from burger i'm like but we don't we have this budget of like yep. fast food and i'm like ah just get pissed and just <laughs> yeah. like speed home why am i working if i can't do it yeah, yeah it's, so it's really hard you have to customize it to be comfortable and stick to it yep. but not like be a freaking tight wad yeah i mean you still gotta live your life right if yeah you, you do so you yeah. got you have to you have that's to, where i've had a hard time making a budget it's like yeah. where am i comfortable yep but where do i restrain myself yep. with the budget so there's really easy ways to start this there's a million simple templates and spreadsheets online that you can find to go start this sounds sexy it does man mm, uh, spreadsheets. yeah um there's a lot of apps you could even use like mint is a free one that's like you can hook to your your yeah. uh, account and actually it's i used automated. that one for a long time and Did then you? i went to personal uh what is it personal anyway but yeah, yeah I, don't admit, use one right now, I like but. how organized they are because they break all of your costs down. I use personal capital. Personal capital. Because it I'll takes all it. of your investments, your banks and everything, and kind of mm-hmm. shows you that money where it's being distributed. Oh, that's a good But, it, but it's, a, it's a helpful way. Use technology for this. Yeah, for sure. Why not? Way. 
So the number one thing you have to do is figure out what are your fixed monthly expenses, those things that like you can't go a month without paying, right? And most of the time that's your your home, so it's your rent or your mortgage or whatever that might be, your car or transportation costs, depending on where you live. Food, you have to have food. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Medical, do you have medical costs? Do you have health insurance? Whatever that might be. Utilities, uh, and then you got to look at what your debt is because you have to pay that every month. You can't stop paying it. Uh, Phone, makeup, hair serum. (laughs) I mean, there's all those things that you kind of look at. That's your fixed monthly expenses. Cam and Kobe's hair serum. Yeah, I just, I just think about with the wives. It's like there's this. Never mind. There's just always that monthly thing that's yeah. going towards that. If I could that. turn that into fuel, yeah. Oh gosh, it, I'd have yeah. enough energy production for yeah an eternity. We should come up with some like biogas generator that works yeah. off of hair serum or whatever. Dry hair don't matter. Dry yeah. hair oily hair so figure out what that is and what those fixed monthly expenses are and hopefully that is lower than what you bring in as income right is you're if if you're there you're doing well so far right yeah but then you need to look at those things that aren't crucial cable subscriptions that freaking crap sneaks up it all the time i'm like why did i get charged for hulu i didn't yep. think i was still subscribed i know like it's hard if you're not paying attention they'll get you they'll like you just I'm like, man, I just paid six months of, and I didn't even yeah. realize. And it. then they make it a pain in the ass to go to get rid of it. Sometimes, yeah, serious radio. You got to like call one of the worst. You got to call between one and one o three a.m. on Friday nights. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah. Oh, you want to cancel? We'll make it a dollar for six months. Yeah. Okay. I know. Like you never cancel. And then at six months, they charge you 150 bucks. So yeah. Dang it. So then you got to look at those things and you got to say, okay, what do I have to have? What do I need to feel comfortable? And then determine where you go there, right? And then you got to pay yourself. Like Cam says, you need a savings. You need retirement. You need emergency fund. Fund. <laughs> emergency fund as well. Um, but the fund, you got you, you got to make sure that you're paying yourself <laughs> for that stuff. Um, and I that, always thought it was so weird that like, you get your paycheck, but you're not paying yourself. Yeah, like that not. paycheck is paying everything that everything you use. And, and you're not keeping any of it. You so. got to, dude. Um, and then now you see what's left over and whatever is left over, that's where you as a prepper can start filling in the gaps with your prepping and your items, right? Whatever you have that, that is available for that. And then make that monthly piece always available for you. If you're super committed to being a prepper, you know, is it 50 bucks a month? Is it 25 bucks a month? doesn't matter what it is, but then just make a plan. So now I'm going to start buying my water, my food, and this is what I'm going to do every month. And then sometimes you can splurge, but (laughs) It's that's just, it. I'm buying my water. <laughs> that's right. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, so just think about that. Um, and then when money is tight, a really good thing to do is actually start using coupons and sales to start filling the gaps in your prepping. There's like all these sites where there's these extreme couponers. Have you ever seen them? <laughs> like where they have like an entire basement full of stuff that they've got free, <laughs> like an entire oh, yeah. basement. I know there's like, like, deals that you can get yeah like these really free good stuff. payback yeah or, yeah basically go look on instagram and youtube there's a ton if you that's crazy if you look up extreme couponers but there's that's a really good way to get prepping ECs. started huh the ecs ec yeah exactly couponers. An e- she's an ec mm. i'm gonna put that title at the end of her name yeah <laughs> um and you know hit up yard sales free stuff online all those things just you know, I just say stick to a budget. Don't get overexcited because with prepping, especially when you're first starting out, it's overwhelming. And it's really easy to just go, oh, I got to spend $1,500 this week because I don't have my water and my food. Like, well, that's probably not the best idea. Yeah. Go slow. That was the thing that was so frustrating to see, like all these people just buying all this stuff. Yeah. I guarantee you half of it's in the garbage now. Yeah, I know. You, so you just Bought go- all this frozen stuff, couldn't put it anywhere. Yep. 
virus is is cured now. Yeah, everything's cured. Yeah, so just go slow, stick to your budget, don't get overexcited, and uh, that's all I got to say about that. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Hey, guess what? What? Do you know that this COVID thing, there's been a five-fold increase in cyber attacks? Ridiculous. Money stolen. Mm-hmm. Um, Bitcoin distributed amongst Russians all over the place. Zelda coins. Um, I mean, even look at recently with China. You know, yeah. Stealing stuff. Cyber attacks. It's, it's a big problem. It is. It's terrifying. Mm-hmm. But guess what? What? We can individually protect ourselves. How? Surfshark. Oh. VPN. Go Great. private. Go virtually private. Mm-hmm. On a virtual private network. Whoa. Surfshark. Yeah. They can protect you and all your devices from online threats. So basically, you just go gray man online when you're searching for stuff on Amazon. Yeah. It's easy as that. You won't get any annoying ads. They're not going to pop up and say, hey, you looked at Fruit Loops last week. What mm-hmm. do you think about Sugar Smacks? Well, yeah, we got a deal on Sugar Smacks. Yeah. So, no, get all that crap out of there. Just go online and get stuff done mm-hmm. with Surfshark. Um, they also have a really cool feature called HackLock ID Protection. Yeah. They'll tell you when your email has been leaked and it's being used to send dirty emails to someone else. Mm-hmm. They'll tell you. Also, the thing I like the most about Surfshark is one subscription. It's not limited to five or four or three. It's unlimited. So you subscribe, you can use it on anything that basically has a screen and connects to the internet. Beautiful. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, and it's super freaking cheap compared to all the other ones. It is for 27 months, forty-seven seventy-six. <laughs> That's a dollar seventy-seven a month. That's cheap to basically cloak yourself online. Yeah, I you can't find better. You can't. No. There's no way. So that's eighty-five percent off, and you also get three extra free months. So, good gracious, man! I bought it. That's how valuable mm-hmm. it was. Like, yeah, you know, we get stuff to test, and I'm like, this is the best deal in the world. It really is. Like, go and get it because you're gonna keep yourself safe. So where do you go? You go to. Surfshark.deal slash casual preppers. Oh, beautiful. So go to Surfshark and it even like on the very front page, it just has like a, you can type the coupon in. Oh, perfect. Right on the front it's page. It's super easy. That's what we like. Yeah. Make it easy. Buy now. Boom. Do it. Casual preppers. Surfshark. Surfshark. All right. So, Cam, I would love it if you would talk a little bit about keeping your money safe online oh, that is me. and at home. Well, number one, yes. get Surfshark. It, it, that's a perfect <laughs> little segue. It, it really is. Yeah. But yeah, like even when you're going online to do all your banking and stuff like that, your connection's not safe. Mm-mm. Like it, it sucks and it's easy to just go and get it done. But you need to use something like a virtual private network, mm-hmm. like Surfshark being the best one, um, to go on there safely. Um, we do a lot of banking online. It's super convenient. Auto payment, all that. It's I do great. all my banking online. Like, I can't why would the last you not? I went to the bank. Right. I can't remember. You don't need to. No. But um, all that stuff's out there, susceptible and cyber attacks. Boom, boom, mm-hmm. happen all the time. So some things to do, you can, you know, set up some really complex passwords, ones that you'll forget and have to change every other day. Yeah, that's hard. That's the hard thing. Yeah. Um, but using the VPN like Surfshark, mm-hmm. you know, again, it, it, it helps keep your IP, like, uh, safe. Yeah. They're not going to see that you're online. A password keeper is a nice thing to have. Yeah, I have... Um, and I, I wouldn't say it's the safest, but I do like, you know, Google's, but I probably wouldn't go with one of those big companies because yeah. once they, <laughs> I use LastPass because where are they going to get attacked? Like yeah. the, they're going to go after these big companies and then all your stuff's vulnerable, but yeah. it does make life a lot easier. It does, man. But encrypting your passwords, making them long, you can even, if you really want to be safe about it, 
do the suggestions mm -hmm. for the password. They're ridiculous. Yeah, they're, they're, like, they're crazy. They're like a key code to Microsoft yeah. just to play Xbox online. Sometimes though, I minutes. wonder about those. Are they suggesting that so they know? That's what, true. But That's you're you're typing it in anyways. It's yeah, it's right, just right. funny. Um, and then if you're downloading like LimeWire stuff, <laughs> do you remember LimeWire? Oh, I do. I used it all the time, too. dude. <laughs> All you probably don't want to be doing your banking and your budgeting and all that on that same PC. Yeah. Like, if you're a hacker and you're using torrents, you shouldn't use that no. to go on. LimeWire. <laughs> Many a night downloading albums on LimeWire. <laughs> I know. I, that's why I mentioned, I'm like, if anybody doesn't know what that is, yeah. then you're probably a monk or a yeah. saint. Or you're young. Yeah, or you're young. That's probably. Yeah. Um, and... uh other things to keep yourself protected like i just wanted to pull up like my personal bank i won't tell you what it is <laughs> what's the number but i like some of the things that it said on here um of keeping your stuff uh safe register most bank accounts don't come automatically with like a fraud alert service like oh, you, you really? have to check that box uh -huh. um or you consent to them you know mm -hmm. being able to watch that so then you get texts if there's an overdraw yeah. or anything like that and that's been helpful like I have it set at my like on my Lowe's card. Mm -hmm. It's just like anytime I spend over fifty bucks, I get alerted, and I like that. And then you can call your wife and say, "Hey, take that back." Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I should put an Ulta one on you for like oh, gosh. fifteen bucks. Yeah. Guess what? <laughs> you overspent and lip balm. You're on alert, Tony. Yeah, you're on alert. Um, when you check out online, Visa checkout is safer than typing in your debit card. You know. Oh, okay. Like the bank card gives you that option yeah. of doing debit or you do Visa. Visa checkout safer. Mm. Um, E-documents, like having stuff sent digitally instead of through the mail is safer. Oh. Doesn't seem that way, but it is. It is. Huh. Because it's encrypted and yeah. um, nobody's going to go Are you telling me envelopes aren't encrypted? No. Okay. Mail, not all mailmen, men or women mm. are uh, people. honest. Male people. <laughs> yeah. And then obviously keep your... PC up to date or your Apple computer protection mm -hmm. software. Um, and then ensure that sites are authentic. There's some, a lot of fake sites out there. Yeah, for sure. I remember getting emails of like, I remember specifically eBay selling stuff on there mm -hmm. and people will send you a PayPal receipt and everything. Yeah. And I'm like, that eh, doesn't. PayPal spelled with two L's. <laughs> yeah. PayPal. Yeah. Yeah. Please. Wait. I'm moving. Could you please send it to yeah. South Africa address? <laughs> yeah. But anyways, watch out for that stuff. But just some basic things like look into your bank. They have like these additional features. A lot of them are automatic, but mm -hmm. make sure you're setting up and, and checking the box to like keep all those security features enabled. That's for online. Um, for cash at home, we talked about it, just distributing it into different areas. You don't want it all in one place. If a fire or a thief comes in, jackpot. Or what if it's a fire thief? <laughs> You never know about that, too. It's like one of the Fantastic Four. <laughs> like his hands are on he fire. He just flew in here, burned everything, and took all my stuff. Um, Punk. So don't put it all in one place. Yeah. Lock boxes, especially the like those little century locks or whatever that mm -hmm. you can get. I mean, Harbor Freight even has them that are flood and fireproof. Yeah. And they're cheap. They're pretty inexpensive. So it's like put some documents in there. Like I have all of our uh, Social Security stuff. Like our social security cards and our uh, did you get one from green cards and our <laughs> green cards? <laughs> I I did get one from Harvard. I'm gonna have to go check it out. I've been looking but like for one. putting. I just I like all those documents and then I have like some um, different loan information, so I have it all in one place. And that's a good idea. And then it's protected from the elements. Mm -hmm. um, other things to the extreme is you could bury some money. You know the cash boxes yeah, or the cash sure. boxes. 
the it's a cash, literally it's a cash box with cash I can't in it. put cash c a s h into a c h e yeah but um a c h e catchy get at you so um one thing too is like carry, when you carry money on you like i like to have some bills on me mm-hmm. there's some ways you can kind of different edc gear that helps kind of stealthily yeah. carry that around um I actually use that cash belt, C A C H, and put cash in it. Just fold it in there. So it's kind of good, good idea. I like when I go to the theme park, which they don't exist anymore. No, yeah, they're just coronavirus ridden. Yeah, but um, that's a good way to not lose it because your wallet. You know, I've had that sucker flip out or get soaking I, wet I had or it. leave it somewhere. Mine fell off on the roller coaster at Lagoon. Yeah. <laughs> they made so much money off from that kind I of I had crap. to go back the next day and get it. Mm, gosh dang it. They stole my five dollars out of it. Of that. course they did. <sighs> yep. Of course. So um use something like a cash belt. Yeah, it's a good idea. And then uh so we talk a lot about surf shark or no uh silent pocket. Um the yeah. RFID uh scanners so people can still oh, our technology now you can hold your phone up to the cash register and, yeah. and transfer money just like that. And cards do that too. You know, you don't want to touch anything, just get close. Mm-hmm. But that can also be uh, a vulnerable way of, uh, for your money, you can get it stolen. So what ways can you protect yourself that way? Silent pockets, like one of the best. It's perfect. Cause it just blocks that scanner. It, mm-hmm. it, and it also blocks it from EMP and Corona, yeah, Corona, I tell you, coronavirus since, ejections. <laughs> since I've had it, the the silent pocket wallet, I, I've felt safer. I'm like, hey man, I'm, it's, it's kind of a freaky I'd, deal, especially if you're in about. a public place. Yeah, you know, because it's sure. like not only pickpockets, they don't even have to do that. They can just go scan your butthole. Exactly, you got all your hey, get that away. <laughs> Radiation. But um, but yeah, there's a lot of different ways you can protect, like your money, your accounts, mm-hmm. your your information with. Some yeah. of this tech, Silent Pocket, uh, Surfshark, uh, things like that. So just super be safe important. out there. Super important, especially with your money these days. For sure. Another thing to think about as a prepper on the financial side is maybe precious metals. And it is a huge deal in the prepper community, you know, investing in gold and silver and whatever it might be. And there's a few reasons that preppers like it. Um, and one of those, the one thing I like is the hedge against inflation. So basically... I, inflation is on its way. I, I just don't see that there's any way around it. We, we're printing money like like we're psychotic. We just keep printing money. And when that happens, the value of your money goes down. But if you have precious metals, that value usually goes up against inflation. So that's why it's a great hedge against this stuff. Um, yeah, usually in a financial crisis, precious metals, usually they go up. So they're a good investment when you think that hard times are coming. Or it's just great to diversify your portfolio or just to have something hard, physical in your hand it, that's worth it's something. Comforting Look, it's comforting to like something, sir. <laughs> you know what I mean? Did you have, if you have like these ones and coin zeros, purse, yeah, <laughs> I know. It's weird. Like it. That's the thing is like having that stuff in hand. You're like, I've yeah. got value. Yeah. I can use this to purchase. I could something. make a pretty ring if I needed to like, and sell it. Yeah, yeah you know you what I mean. Become, yeah, you could. You become a jeweler. It's something. It's and and pretty much it's always worth something. Yeah. It's never going to go to like zero. No. It's always going to be worth something. Um, but your the dollar could get so inflated that it isn't worth anything. And here's an example of that. Let me tell you. During the period following World War One, if you guys remember that, Germany suffered severe economic and political shocks resulting in a large part from the terms of the Treaty of Versailles. Yeah, we know. talked about that. They, yes. they rocked them. Oh, boy. They 
demanded everything from them. The treaty required payment of reparations by the Germans through the Bank for International Settlements for the damage caused by the war to the victorious countries, right? The terms of these reparation payments made it practically impossible for Germany to meet the obligations. um, And And keep their country afloat. Yeah. They They were prohibited from making payments in their own currency, and this is what screwed them over. The Germans had no choice but to trade their currency for an acceptable hard currency at unfavorable rates, right? So to make this happen, to make their payments, they just had to keep printing more of their money, right? This is what I'm talking about. When you print it, the value goes down right. the more you print, right? Just like if they, if you keep making more gold somehow, gold isn't going to be worth as much. It's right. the same principle, right? We need but, to capture that asteroid out there. Exactly. Pull yeah. in, gold go down. Exactly. So hyperinflation started like immediately. At its height, hyperinflation in Weimar, Germany, reached rates of more than 30,000% wow. per month. per month, causing prices to double every few days. So some historic photos depict Germans burning cash to keep warm because it was less expensive than using that cash to buy wood. Unbelievable. So that's that's one of the reasons why people are like gold and silver are they're solid, they're constant. And if these crazy things happen, which very likely in the crazy state of our world right now, they're they're really good investment. Um, also, screw it. Let's just build a billion tanks. And I know, dude. Try and take over the world. Gold and silver—they're great for bartering. I mean, there's several ways to look at this, but in an SHTF long-term situation, they're great as a form of currency, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, the thing about it is, they're not super useful in a short-term like power <laughs> outage or something like that. So, how about you turn my power back on? <laughs> yeah. Flip a gold. I got a gold bar here. <laughs> Here's a bullion. Here's a bullion. Um, so you have to, you have to look at it. Is it worth it for you? You know, do you want to make that investment? Just be super careful. Right. In my yeah. opinion, I would not focus on this if you're a new prepper or no. if you're on a tight budget. No, you know, you, this I got, is, yeah, I got $25. A I month think if prep between with. this and cryptocurrency, I'd go with this. <laughs> yeah. For, still, for sure. Both yeah. of them are like, eh. you gotta be careful. It's funny. Cause somebody in Tony's family, my wife, Mm-hmm. had talked about like trade <laughs> they traded like a gun for a silver coin uh-huh. he's like i still have that silver coin i don't think it was worth it <laughs> <laughs> yeah you probably not but i mean obviously it's great to have but yeah but you just have to look at it uh, situation to situation if first get your prepping basics your food your water your meds your security those are all more important than getting gold bars and silver coins right in my opinion right right um if you have extra cash and you've already got your your you know, emergency fund, you already got all these things, then go ahead, start investing in it. That's yeah. great, you know? It's such a weird, it's a tough thing because you're like, gold's super valuable. Yes. Platinum and uh-huh. silver, they're, they're eternal, they're not going to go away, uh-huh. but it's like, yeah, they're really hard to use in a scenario. Yeah. You know? We just take a gold bullion and shave a little shave. sliver off. Yeah. Whatever so you want to do with there that. There are some things you can do with that. They do make these little gold um, or silver bars that go in your wallet and they have little no pieces that break off. <laughs> Yeah, so they have pieces that break off, so you could just have little pieces and say, "Okay, here, huh? this is." So I've got a golden <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's just like a ticket, and you just uh huh. So how much for this ride? <laughs> how many tickets is this? How much gold? Just get me into Six Flags. I just want to ride the ride. I got some gold. <laughs> that probably looks so fake. You know, I know. It's like, it does. It's this weird is a looking. gold card. And, uh-huh. Yeah, it is. Right. And it just has these little pieces you break off. They're actually really cool. I've been wanting to get one to see what I didn't like. even know they had those. Yeah. Because I remember at one point I did get kind of into this and I bought some silver coins, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And, and I've got some silver coins too. But, but I was like, like the gold is like this teeny tiny thing for yeah. way too much money. Yeah. 
But uh, but um, I didn't know that's kind of cool. Yeah, credit card that breaks pieces off from. Yeah, so gold. Uh, you know, there's gold and there's silver. Those are the two big ones that preppers silver look at. Silver and gold. <laughs> yeah. The thing about gold is it will probably gain more value over time. Usually goes up, but it's Unless way more expensive. there's a werewolf attack. Yeah, then you silver is going to like crazy. super awesome. Yeah. yeah. But it's super expensive to get into gold. It is not easy. Silver is cheaper. It's easier to handle. The coins are worth less, so it makes it easier to, if you want to, you know, if, if you're going to like the farmer's market, you got a gold bar. <laughs> Good luck, buddy. Yeah. Like, how much broccoli can I buy with this? Like, well, the next year you can have all my broccoli. You can have my booth. <laughs> yeah. You want my daughter? Because here, that's here's the wagon, about- the booth. Here's all the flour I have. Yeah. Take it. So, um, it's you, true. You just got to think about that, right? So, silver's a little bit easier for that kind. And then there's uh, what I like actually is junk silver. Have you looked into this I much, Cam? No. Basically, <laughs> pre-1965 uh, dimes, quarters, half dollars, and dollars, they're 90% silver. Oh. And a lot of a lot of that's still in circulation. So you can watch your coins as they're coming through if there's not a coin shortage like there is right now. Huh? Yes, yeah, so if you get something 1965 or before, they're they're worth a lot more than they're actually, you know, than the quarter or the dime is worth. Hmm. So you can keep those. And I actually have a little Ziploc baggie full of those that I've found. So I can, you know... And you don't have to go buy those. You just kind of look at your change every day and filter those out. So those are good things to look at. Um, so, Use them when you're playing jacks. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Here's um, two nickels. Another thing we talked about is you can invest in paper precious metals, basically buying stock in this stuff. Yeah. Um, it's less effective in an SHTF scenario because you could go someone like, look at my stash app. I've got, yeah, exactly. I've got this stock. You want to trade it? It's hard to do. But it is a great hedge for your portfolio against yeah. a financial crisis. So because those numbers have been climbing with gold, right? Very the much. Precious so. metals go yeah. up and up. Yeah, um, but yeah, mine's up like forty percent or something. Is it really? Yeah. So it's it's great. Well, you know what I mean? Nice. So you have to you have to look at that. Um, so yeah. that's precious metals. It's it's a very basic overview, but as a financial preparedness thing, I think it's good to look at. Yeah, I do too. Mm-hmm. And on to the next thing, bartering. Yep. Those precious metals are definitely valuable in that case. Yes. Like, Trade your coin for a box of bullets or whatever. But I don't know. In my mind, if I'm bartering something, I want. I don't want gold. I don't. I don't. I don't either. But I'm saying, like, if you have it, yes. some people are. Some wanting people will want it. Yes. I'm the same way. I wouldn't yep. do it the other way around. But um. So what are good things? So okay. So why would you barter? Um. Obviously, unless you're super organized and the best prepper mm-hmm. and have the best inventory, then you have everything you want. At any in any scenario, and that's not going to be the case. Mm-hmm. Like even when this happened, I was like, I don't have as much as this that I wanted. Toilet paper, for example, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it was a perfect thing that um, that kind of got people caught people off guard big time. Yeah, and they were like willing to barter certain things to get toilet paper, which yeah. is pretty crazy. Who would have known? Um, but bartering is something that we we actually did a full episode on it because. Mm-hmm. Like in a in a really bad SHTF and in cash and stuff like that kind of um, goes out the door. You're gonna mm-hmm. have to learn how to barter, yep. and there's different things you can barter and things that are more valuable. Obviously, cash is gonna have value for a long time, mm-hmm. probably. Um, coins and and you know five ten dollars. So you want to. That was one thing with the savings and the emergency fund. It's good to probably have some small bills, a good amount of them. Yeah, because. You can't be like, will you break this thousand dollar thousand dollar bill in my wallet? I just need a, just bu- in case. a bucket of oats. Yeah. Um, Funny enough, I just bought a bucket of oats. <laughs> That's weird. 
for a thousand bucks? Not a thousand bucks. It was like twenty bucks. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, they're a hot commodity yeah, right now. They are. Um, so food is a is a big thing. One to barter with, but also to barter for. So mm-hmm. having a variety of different foods, like the sweets, the like the things that. That was the one thing when like coronavirus and the grocery stores got wiped out. I'm like, man, crave me some Lay's. <laughs> yeah. And you know, that was the only risk I took to go to the grocery stores to get snack get foods. Snacks, yeah. But snack foods can be valuable um, in an SHTF. People are addicted to sugar, man. Well, they are. I'm addicted to salt. So. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, um, health and hygiene supplies. Like alcohol still is very hard to get. Like yeah. rubbing alcohol. Uh-huh. Like you can't get it anywhere. Yeah. And, um, uh, tampons, mm-hmm. cleaning supplies, antibiotics, like those things, if the healthcare system uh, falls apart, which yeah. it should. Um, Speaking of tampons, I was pretty proud of my wife. Did you go down, buy those two, a bucket no, of them? I was down in my prepper room and I looked up and there was some tampons. I'm like, oh, she actually did it. Good job. Good job, Ash. <laughs> well done. Uh, um, not embarrassing at all. Um, no, it's not. I don't, we've talked about it a million times. Yeah. But, the, uh, but those supplies are going to be um, hard to get and they're going to be very valuable because they make life a lot easier. Yeah. Uh, weapons, bullets, things like that. Bullets, boxes of bullets and things like that are great bartering items. You know? Yeah. Oh, I'd trade sure. my bullets for a bucket of weed if my yeah. family was starving. 100%. Some people, and even during this, like bullets were hard to find. They were. They're like really nine hard. millimeter bullets and stuff. I had to buy like little cheapo target ones and they were limited. I bought the last box at sports. Yeah, so it's crazy. So that obviously would become, in a longer scenario, Mm -hmm. a very valuable item. For sure. Um, We talked about like the coffee, tobacco, booze, things like that. People are addicted to them, and they will do anything for them. And even though you may not use them, it's not bad to have some. Yep. Like I went to the liquor store and bought a whole bunch, just told my wife. Yeah. This is, (laughs) no, I haven't bought booze, but... I have some bags of coffee and things like that. So I have some cigars um, and stuff. I need to, yeah. Mm. Tobacco really has its, you know, if you ever see every, every like survival movie, everybody's like dying for cigarettes. Yeah. You know, you got cigarettes. Even during war, you know, for sure. Like World War II, that was like a huge thing to trade. If you have a baby, you got to have a cigarette or a a cigar. Right. You got (laughs) to, that's how it's it's done. Yeah. It's just part of the apocalypse. Yeah. Because everything's going to turn into Hollywood. Yeah, for sure. So, mm-hmm. um, and then I said, like I said, sweets. But one other thing that can be bartered are skills. That's one thing, you know, like, mm-hmm. for example, I can tell you if this pill goes in your butt or if it goes in your mouth. That's, That's a, a good skill. thing to know. Yeah. It's a really good skill. I wonder sometimes. But even like you I asked, asked my wife, I'm like, how do I take this ibuprofen? Is it a suppository <laughs> or <laughs> what do I Which do? Which is faster. Yeah. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Let's just try. Yeah. Let me push it in your butt. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, those skills like... Uh, um, the uh, contractor skills, like knowing how to frame and things like that. Like mm-hmm. you can trade things based on the things that you're able to do. Like I'll build you a house if you can tell me what these medicines do. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> Which one of these is my blood pressure medicine? Yeah. Can't believe how many people come in not knowing what they're taking. Like I talked about that before. Yeah, but, um, insane. But yeah, your skills can be used, you know. Absolutely. For bartering. For, for sure. sure. So anyway. Love it. 
bartering street. That's financial preparedness right there, <laughs> boys and girls. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot to it, and I know it's a little bit boring, but I still think and it's... Some like, of you are probably like financial advisors, and you're like, yeah. these guys are morons. And I'm sorry about that, but hey, it's the basics. That's what... We're always morons, okay? Doesn't matter what it Basically is. Basically, just saying financial preparedness makes you think. Yeah. That's all we want. We want you to think about it. You didn't it. have to listen to any of this. Yeah, just it start... Was, we it was in the title. Financial preparedness. See you next week. <laughs> yep. All right. Thanks for joining us. Hey, guys. Today's podcast is brought to you by TACPAC, the only monthly tactical subscription box with useful professional-grade stuff inside. Use code CASUALPREPPERS and get a free separate bag sent of EDC gear along with your first month's TACPAC. Head to TACPAC.com. Use our code CASUALPREPPERS. You won't be disappointed. We got a Cam got a SOG tomahawk in the last one. That little prick. I it was did. nice looking, too. It is really nice. I think it's just like mine, but just a cooler color. Yeah, it is a cooler color. It is a cooler color. Sure is. No doubt. No doubt. They, so sure those guys, I'm pretty sure, are thieves. Mm-hmm. They just steal from people and put them in boxes because there's no way. There's no way they're doing it no way they're price. making any money. No. At all. No. So take advantage of it, boys and girls. This is called financial preparedness. Yeah. Take advantage this of is, people's this stupidity. Is putting your money yeah. in a very good pot, yeah. spot. Pot spot. Pot spot. Well, thank you guys. Appreciate you guys listening. Appreciate you who have subscribed. Please tell your friends, family um, about what we got going on. Please go check out our our sponsors. You know, Surf Shark, Battle Box, Tack Pack. Use our code Casual Preppers and stay survived. Mm-hmm.